Okay, everybody. Welcome, welcome back to the Angry White Woman Show. I am your host, the Angry White Woman. So, anyways, um, this is something that I don't hear people talking about nearly enough. Scratch that. Fucking at all. Like, nobody is talking about this at all. And that's that the Democratic Party are not made up of completely retarded individuals. Everybody talks about the left and the progressives and the far left and the Democrat, especially the Democratic Party, as if they're all fucking dumb and they have no idea what they're doing. And I think that that's fair to say in a lot of situations that it, I'm not sure if they are truly that inept and clueless as a party as a whole. But I think that's a fair assessment. It's a fair observation in a lot of situations. Um, but I don't know if it's on purpose or not. And I'm really, I'm just really sad that you don't see more people talking about this. I could go down and on and on and on down a list of commentators who I think are, you know, definitely worth their scruples. They deserve all of the viewers they have and listeners they have. And I think that they have good takes. Um, some of my favorites, for example, Dave Rubin, Sticks Hexenhammer, 666. Um, I told you I like this guy called the Hard Bastard. He's quite considerably smaller than them. Uh, obviously, I listen to Tim Pool, even though he's infuriatingly milk toast and literally he's devolved into like 50% of anything he says. I told you so. I told you so. I told you so. Can't listen to that all day. But yeah, there's a lot of commentators that I like who I think are really intelligent people who are perceptive and tend to see things from a really interesting angle. But like, they're not bringing up the fact that the DNC and the Democratic Party are not complete fucking idiots. And in fact, I do hear a lot of people, and it's not just them, a lot of anybody who's not on the far left talks about these people a lot as if they're completely inept and clueless. And one reason I deign to believe that is because I did grow up during the Bush era. And even as young as I was, I remember people being like, wow, George W. Bush is so incompetent. There was a show about him on Comedy Central back in the day. Like, that's my Bush. Google it. And it was a joke, like an ongoing skit, an ongoing meme in in society that George Bush was an incompetent dumb fuck with big ears and he was a a goofy dipshit, and Bill Maher used to say that all the time, and he still makes fun of him, and Bill Maher's another one I like, but, um, yeah, but Bush wasn't an incompetent fool, he just played the fool, he played the jester, but he wasn't an idiot, he benefited from the Iraq wars, there's no doubt that that was an inside job, I mean, come on, and he, he's a dynastic He comes from a dynastic millionaire family. He is not an idiot. And the things he did weren't stupid. They were all extremely strategic and well thought out. So all I'm saying is that it was incorrect when people said that George W. Bush was an idiot. He wasn't. So this is a known tactic. We know that um, higher up political elites use. They'll employ the tactic of like, oh, I couldn't possibly be that intelligent because I'm just a bumbling dipshit. A lot of it might be a front, to be honest. And like I said, I do think a lot of them are completely retarded. Like uh, AOC, for example, look at her Green New Deal. She endorses terrorism. I mean, these are not well-advised things to do. I don't think that she's all 
altogether. But I, well, I don't even think that she's altogether an idiot because I do think that she does this for a purpose to gaslight people. She's huge on dog whistling to people who she knows are going to go out and commit acts of violence. And she also knows that in today's climate, since she's a, um, a POC and a woman and, you know, everything is literally so controlled by the establishment and the powers that be and everything on TV, any media, any news outlets, any entertainment, like it's all very leftist leaning. Okay. So she knows that she can gaslight and she can say things like go out and riot and blah, 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 or um, rig elections or commit fraud or whatever she wants to say. And she's not going to have any repercussions. So I think that she's insidious. She's insidious. Um, And that might be ill-advised, but I don't think she's actually a dope. So I walk that back a little bit. And people like Nancy Pelosi, I don't know, I don't think she's an idiot either. I just think that she's 82 years old and an alcoholic. So there's a difference between being born stupid and you're 82 fucking years old and you're like dying before our eyes, right? Like Joe Biden's not an idiot. He's just, he has Alzheimer's disease. Pretty, pretty obviously has Alzheimer's disease or some other form of dementia. Um... So these people are insidious, but they're not altogether stupid. And one really good example of, like, why people would say they're completely retarded is, okay, just a couple, a couple weeks ago when the, um, Democrat, the Democrats, yeah, in the House, the House Democrats, like, all got together and put on those, like, African, like, fucking little neck shawl thingies. They're called something because they're in reference to, like, some specific African tribe. But the point is, is, like, it was the photo op, remember, where Pelosi knelt down and then she couldn't get get back up and people had to help her get back up because the bitch is 80 fucking two or three years old. Um, But, yeah, people were making fun of them because they were like, look at this. They, uh, all these white Democrats put on this traditional African garb without even knowing what it meant. And I guess it was actually super, well, it's super fucking racist, to do that without researching what you're doing because you're just literally like patronizing this entire group of people and kind of subliminally assuming that they're brain dead. But I think that that specific tribe in Africa it was associated with was like really an ethnocentric tribe and enslaved a bunch of other African tribes and sold them and made a shitload of money off of it, which you might say is ironic. I think it's completely fitting then for the DNC to wear that shit or, you know, democratic congressmen or senators to wear that shit because they are this day you know they are the party of the slave trade but um so anyways you'd be like oh that was so stupid of them how could they be that dumb well I'm not sure if this is or isn't the case but I would I would contend or I would at least like to point out that that could have been an intentional move all right like that could have been an intentional thing right like uh, the Kansas City Shuffle I love that from um Lucky the movie Lucky Number Slevin um what the fuck is his name John McClane how do I not remember his name Bruce Willis his character's like the Kansas City Shuffle is to make everybody look left when you're moving right or whatever it's like a distraction tactic so them being like, hey, I we're so dumb, we're so dumb and inept and helpless that we did this completely, 
you know, offensive thing. How, how, how could we when two seconds of, you know, research would have shown otherwise, you know, that this was a very poor decision and it was poor optics. I would at least bring forth the idea that that might have been an intentional move to dupe people into thinking they're that naive and that uh, ill-informed and that, like, poorly researched and that stupid when in reality they're not. Anyway, and I bring all of this up just to say, too, is, like, we need more people who are thinking more critically about shit right now. Yeah, it's all fine and dandy to want to shit talk Ellen DeGeneres because that's in the news cycle. And now that Lebanon, I, I am telling you, this was a couple hours ago now, maybe two or three hours ago, Lebanon had the quote-unquote fireworks factory go off. You fucking heard it here first. That, that was a terrorist attack by some fringe fanatic Muslim group or Hezbollah or something like that because Lebanon is a 50% Christian nation. I am guaranteeing you that's a fucking terrorist attack. There's no doubt. And that is like their 9-11 hands down. That is crazy. Go look at the footage. That is like powerful shit to see. It's it's disturbing. But um, anyways, I, so now that that happened, I'm sure that's going to be in the news cycle for like the next fucking week which is fine, but, like, we're not, we're not talking about, there's not enough dialogue about really a lot more important things that, that could be being discussed right now, and that's that the Democrats aren't the idiots that they pretend to be. They're not. Even if some of the things they do are genuinely stupid, I think that a lot of what people misconstrue is ignorance is just simply something that's done because they're so caught in a web of lies that they can't help to expose their lies or their hypocrisy every once in a while, or they're feeling their backs are so against a, against a wall, you know, that these things are just bound to happen, or they're done on purpose to dupe people. And that brings me to something that needs to be you know, that needs to be debated by people. This is something that we should be having an active discourse about if if we really care, if we really care about this country and the powers that are controlling it and blah, 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 which is why would the Democrats run Biden as their nominee? Why would they do that? I'm telling you they're not stupid and I'm sick to fucking death of people out here in these streets talking about, like, oh, the Democrats are so stupid and incompetent that they'll run somebody like Biden because they honestly don't have a better candidate. They're so dumb. Mm, that is a really simplistic, and quite frankly, I think that that is, like, a very naive way to look at it and a very one-dimensional way to look at it. And we all know that we don't live in a world where everything is exactly as it seems. Um, I'm going this way. But um, everything is not exactly as it seems. So I would love for everything to be able to be taken at surface value, but no. So the Democrats aren't running Biden because they don't have, they're that pathetic that they have no other viable candidates. I truly believe Bernie Sanders would have had a infinitely higher rate. Like, if they had gotten Bernie Sanders as, as their candidate, I don't think he would have won against Trump, but I would have been a little bit concerned. 
Tulsi Tulsi Gabbard uh, is a better candidate. Andrew Yang was a better candidate. Buttigieg, whatever the fuck his name was, better candidate that would have gotten more people interested. They could have come up with people. Absolutely 100% could have come up with people or brought people back from, like, the Clinton administration or the Clinton Name Association that would have been much more productive candidates than Joe Biden. Fucking Michelle Obama, if if Big Mike could be convinced to run, Big Mike might win. But anyways, be that as it may. So why run Joe Biden? Because, one, he can be controlled if he's in office because the man literally is dying from dementia. He would be a very obvious um, puppet, yes, but I wanted to use a word that was, like, a little bit more descriptive. Like, you know, um, not a Mantrian candidate, but you know what I'm trying to say. Like, it just, he just would have been a very obvious uh, figurehead for the deep state or whatever you want to call it. That is one big reason why they would choose Biden, but it's by far not the only reason. Oh, you guys, I'm so sorry, but like, I didn't realize that I was recording the first part of this all fuckily-ish, and I got interrupted because, wouldn't you know it, I have a social life and I had to go out to dinner, but I didn't realize that I had recorded this first part with fucking AirPods and they act like shit and dick when I record with them. So anyways, here I am, going at it, part two. So anyways, the DNC, um, we're going to jump right back in. Hi, how are ya? Everybody acts like they're fucking idiots. And I did, I think I brought up a really good point, how Bush played off that he was, you know, helpless, bumbling buffoon, but... He did so many things on the sly, making money off of the Iraq war. You know, obviously his family was a political dynasty and he just pretended like, oh, it was Cheney and I'm a helpless retard and I don't know what's going on. I mean, you can see through that in a New York minute if you have any ability to critically think, period. That's all. Just think critically for two seconds and um he played the like majesus thing when he couldn't be anything farther from it truthfully and enacting the patriot act i mean he really started this whole i think orchestrated choreographed program on stripping american citizens from their rights and i think that that was an intentional long-term part of the whole false flag well it wasn't necessarily a false flag but like that was part of the one of many um you know like spidering out benefits for him and his political party um his whoever he owes money to or whoever he's in bed with you know part of their political long-term plan whatever establishment that he's a part of and then obviously that was carried on by obama the stripping of the rights, the social, um, I don't know, animosity, whatever the opposite of is cohesion, I was trying to find, but I couldn't think of a good word. But anyways, it works well for people time and again. Shit, 
Republicans do this too. I'm not going to sit here and act like they're perfect. Obviously, when Trump started running, if our memories aren't so short as a society, and we can remember when Trump was in the primaries in 2015, to you know, before he was actually announced as the candidate for the GOP, nobody thought he was going to get the nomination. Everybody, I think that they let him in because they were like, there's no way he's going to win. It's going to be Jeb Bush or who the fuck knows. I think that a lot of people thought Jeb Bush because, you know, the dynastic Bush family, because a lot of people were like, oh, Donald Trump, it's too ridiculous to believe. And Trump, we see now that that is truly just how he talks. He's very unfiltered. He's very bombastic. But he came off as very working class the way with his speech and very uncouth and crass in comparison. You know, he didn't put on airs. He didn't talk like Obama, for example, who, mind you, we had just been used to for eight years of the very politically correct and the talking and back when Obama was running and president, people all the time used to throw around JFK and he's so charismatic and he is very good at speaking just like JFK and blah, blah, blah. So Trump did that too. And I think that was not only, I think that is a lot just who he is, but it was also a gimmick and it worked for him. And he sold himself to the American people and the Republican party as, Hey, I'm not going to win. I'm just a, you know, I'm just a wily coot. I'm just a, you know, outspoken guy who relates to the blue collar or whatever. So why more people aren't talking about this? Why the fucking Democratic Party? Everybody's saying they're stupid. They're idiots. They lost all sight. They don't know what's going on. Bullshit. They're not that fucking stupid. And I think that a lot of it's just putting on airs. And a lot of it is so they can appear as the uh, sheep in wolf's clothing. I think that they know, especially after the 2016 election, they've completely discredited themselves to most of the American people. And even on an international global stage, a lot of people see that they've outed themselves as criminals and hypocrites and warmongers and socialists and all kinds of shit. So that can't be stopped now, right? The train's a roll and it's on them tracks. It's going to keep going forward. But what they can do to minimize damage is what's, and I have heard people say this, very intelligent people say this, would you rather be incompetent or would you rather be evil? Well, I think a lot of people would say I'd rather be seen as incompetent than evil because I might be an evil motherfucker. But is that what I want my legacy to be? Obviously, you don't want your legacy to be you seen as incompetent either, but it's a lot less damaging to your name and your reputation and your legacy or your name association or your brand to be seen as incompetent. It's a lot less harmful. It's more harmless. So I think that's where they're going with and that's their new marketing strategy. And then electing Biden, it's not because they're idiots and they don't have better candidates. It's because I honestly think that the Democrats and people are out here freaking out about the polls and what if Biden wins and blah, blah, blah. I'm really not. I mean, I'll put it to you this way. I'm concerned about Biden winning in the sense that if he wins, it's going to destroy this uh, country. We're going to become socialists. We're going to become, um, we're not going to become full-blown communists, but we're going to become way more socialist. 
he has intended to do one of the biggest tax increases in American history, not one of the, actually the biggest, which I just did like a little bit of a deep dive research on this the other day. And I think it would add anywhere from like two and a half to $4,000 annually to like the average, uh, working class, like middle income family in the country, which is a hell of a lot. Like that's insane. And that's enough to break a lot of people. But again, if they're socialists, tax increases, that's par for the course, right? Okay. That's what they do. And I don't think that they, so I am terrified of the prospects of a Biden presidency, uh, what that would mean for war, what that would mean for, uh, relations with other countries, especially Israel and China, because they are not our friends. Um, and what's he going to do? start giving money back to Saudi Arabia and shit like fucking Obama did, who was a fucking Muslim, by the way, him and Big Mike. Uh, American hating fucking Muslims. But so it terrifies me, but I don't worry about it in the sense that do I think it's feasible? Me, not really. There's no hype for him. And you have to remember back in 2016, nobody was even showing up for the, um, Clinton or Kane rallies. There used to be videos all over YouTube, probably been deleted now, and elsewhere on the internet where they would have a rally and nobody would show up. So they would just shut it down and it wouldn't even happen. And there were even people coming out online pissed because they weren't getting refunded because, you know, and I'm not kidding, like 16 people would show up for a rally and they would just say not happening. So, I mean, go research it if you don't believe me. So there's even less enthusiasm than that for him. Um, there's no debates happening right now. I mean, it's just, it's, it's kind of like dead in the water and it's weird to see. And I don't know why more people aren't freaking out about that because I've been very consciously aware and online as a human being for like several an election now and I've never seen anything like this. And the fact that like, I understand like the COVID bullshit's going on right now, but we should still be like, hmm, Biden's honestly not out actively campaigning. He hasn't announced a VP, which he was supposed to do this week. They're talking about not even having debates any now. So what, you're going to set a precedent that we don't have to, like, candidates don't even have to debate anymore? Like, what the fuck is that? And he's clearly got Alzheimer's disease. No, I don't think that the Democrats honestly are even planning on winning this election. I truly believe that they're going scorched earth on this shit. And they're like, okay, we didn't win in 2016. Hillary Clinton was our best candidate at the time, which I think that she was for the most part, one of their best options because it's Clinton. She has the brand. She has the name association. She was the first lady for eight years. She was the secretary of state for Obama right? Um, so, and obviously a career politician, everybody and their mother know, knows and knew who Hillary Clinton was. So she was a good candidate in that sense. I'm not going to sit here and go on and on and on and prattle on about all of the, uh, uh, controversies around her, like Benghazi, like the emails and the WikiLeaks and the Monica Lewinsky shit with her husband and the incarceration on en masse of black people or whatever, or the super predator. I mean, there's just so much. Anybody who 
knows, they know. They've been in the know. They've been paying attention. She was surrounded by scandal. She's a horrible bitch, horrible person, a horrible globalist. And the Clinton Foundation has its own issues with money laundering and blah, blah, blah. Corrupt as fuck, yes. The Clinton machine, the body count that they have. But aside from that, as far as the media was concerned, obviously they weren't addressing any of that. So a lot of dumb, willing idiots didn't know about it. So establishment-wise, good candidate. Name recognition, blah, blah, blah. And a lot of people willing to go out and vote for her just because she had a fucking vagina. So she couldn't win. And she did win the popular vote. Make no bones about it. I understand that. I'm not going to sit here and argue whether or not the fucking election was rigged. Project Veritas already outed a lot of their attempts to, um, you know, throw the election and so on and so forth. But even with the efforts that they did, did she still win the popular vote? Was it enough to throw up? Mm, Probably not. So Electoral College lost it. Trump wins. Um, Ushers in a new age of sanity in many ways and in many ways not because it's people going against the uh, socialist narrative that the fucking Democrats adopted somewhere along the line when they just started, you know, saying fuck it, scorched earth on this shit after the Trump election. So did they plan on Biden winning? Uh, I don't think so. I think that they're considering like eh, best case scenario or not even best case scenario, but if he does win, they're obviously just going to count on his VP winning because, uh, or I mean running the country, because if he wins, they're going to be sworn into office when he inevitably, inevitably becomes completely incompetent mentally during his time in office or dies from another fucking brain aneurysm or some shit like that. So they would be an unelected official. They would be president and they're thinking, okay, so obviously I I don't even think that the VP selection is going to be necessarily old establishment Democrat. It's going to be anybody who they think that they can control just like Biden. And these people are just going to be placeholders, figureheads, puppets. So pointing to Biden being a miscalculation or a stupid decision, that's very nearsighted and quite frankly I think people are missing the point here I don't think the Democrats are planning on winning I think that it's a Hail Mary I think that they're going scorched earth on this shit and they are and like I said earlier if they were planning on winning if they were even interested in trying to win they would have at least run Bernie Sanders or something who stood a better chance than Biden quite honestly I think that their end game is they're banking on losing. They're going to use the mail-in voting, which is all by design. I touched on this. Well, I'm sorry. I haven't published those podcasts yet and may not have yet as of now, as of the recording of this. But I have mentioned I live in Michigan. We have Governor Whitmer. Um, a less than a month into quarantine and the COVID shit shit kicking off, she sent out um, mail-in ballots or mail-out ballots or whatever you want to call it um, for the 2020 presidential elections, which I think that was back in April. Obviously, how did she know back in April that she was going to keep shit locked down well into October, November? It's all by design. She knew she was going to do it back then. 
and she was hoping that people would uh, mail in their ballots, by and large, so they could be um, fucked with, tampered with. And I think that a lot of that is because she was hoping to become the vice president selection or get on Biden's cabinet or basically do whatever she had to do to suck the dick of the DNC and to become some type of D.C. establishment Democrat. But be that as it may, she is a pig, a fat bitch ass cunt narcissist who wants to fuck with Trump and she's very outspoken about being against him. But anyhow, she's just one of several governors, right, who have issued mail and balance to everybody in the state. So I think the Democrats are going to say, hey, Biden lost. Oh, well, there was voter fraud. And then they can point at the 2016 election and go, well, Trump said there was voter fraud. It was Trump who brought up voter fraud and we've been against it all along and disavowed it, even though they were the ones doing it in 2016. Uh, Caught, verified, on tape, on mics. But they're going to say, no, we've disavowed this from the beginning because they deny, deny, denied it. And Trump was spreading conspiracy theories about voter fraud. But look, 2020 rolled around and he was the one committing it. And he was just pointing the finger at us when really he was the one doing it. And they want to create civil unrest by spreading a bunch of bullshit falsehoods about the, the votes being, you know, falsified in favor of Trump. So that's one angle that they're going to play. Another one would inevitably be... Um, I think that a lot of these people truly, they're getting money from China, they're getting money from Saudi Arabia and oil barons in the Middle East and fucking um, the Muslim Brotherhood and shit. So we know who they work with. This is not anything new. Like, this is proven fact. You can go research this shit for yourself. I don't have all day to hold your hand and figure it out. This is pretty easily accessible information. They're also hoping that Trump gets reelected, I think, once, and it's pretty well known that, like, once a president gets the mandate and they become a two-term president, in their second term, always and as a rule, they generally do a lot more than they did in their first term because they know they only have four more years in office, there's no hope of another re-election, so they can just go a little bit buck wild and do whatever the fuck they want. Well, I think that's when Trump's going to complete the wall. I think that's when he is going to enact even more severe trade bans on China and higher tariffs on China and any other country that, you know, is going to be communist or try to fucking conduct biological warfare on us. Um, He's going to continue to go after ISIS, Hezbollah, Hamas, shit like that. Obviously, um, we have pretty much squashed that you don't hear about any fucking terrorist attacks, even though there was one like every fucking month under Obama in our country, if not more, right? So they're going to come out again with a whole new fucking round of just like they did in 2016, 17. He's an Islamophobe and he's a racist and blah, blah, blah. And when he goes buck fucking wild and signs a bunch of executive orders, they're going to use it against him and say, you know, he's this, he's that, he's a phobe, he's a racist, he hates Muslims, he's against a DACA, he's against immigrants, even though he's not, he's only against illegal aliens, especially ones who commit crimes, 
and they're going to use this as a as a way to try and incite violence. That's why they want to keep the pandemic happening. They want to keep people uh, cut off from social interactions with people. They want to try and keep us, oh, use a mask, don't use a mask, use a mask, social distance, don't, it's fine. Oh, you can go to the casino, but you can't go to the bar. You could, They want to confuse us mentally. They want to keep using their opposite speech. They want to keep switching up their messaging every couple days to keep us confused, to keep psychologically attacking us, and to stop us from being able to access our critical thinking because it's a proven fact that you can't think critically when you're under duress. That's why torture works. Because if you're torturing somebody and they're under psychological, mental, physical duress, they don't have as many safeguards. They don't have all their faculties. It breaks you down. It makes you more susceptible. Just like if you are systematically abused, you know, from childhood or childhood trauma or fuck that, not even use that abusers in an abusive relationship systematically, mentally, emotionally, verbally abuse you because it gets you so confused, so worn down and so broken down that you, you know, you not only can't think critically, but you can't, what is up? What is down? You just start going along with it and you break down, you become submissive and you become extremely vulnerable to all of their suggestions, right? That's how Stockholm Syndrome happens because it becomes easier to just go along with it than to fight against it because it's not necessarily that you don't want to fight. It's that you're too confused. You don't even know what to fight against anymore and you're just a broken person. So this is psychological and they want to keep the pandemic going to break down family ties, to break down the public's morale, to keep us confused, obviously to destroy the economy, which down 37% since the fucking quarantines started popping off. This is bigger than the Great Depression, people. And again, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. And I'm not trying to be hyperbolic or an alarmist. I'm just spitting straight facts. Obviously, the fucking internet exists. It's still not totally censored. You can do the goddamn research for yourself. Please, baby Jesus, do not take my word for it. Become informed and go think for yourself. Hit them brains. Charge them up. Do your own research. Come to this conclusion. Come to a different fucking conclusion for all I give a fuck. But think about it. Don't just don't just believe what the establishment's telling you or Fox News or CNN or whatever. Or even your favorite commentators. Please, keep an open mind. Listen to everybody and then research it yourself. If something makes you go, hmm, then it's probably worth investigating. So if at any point in time you're like, uh, I don't think so, girl. That sounds a little bit nutty. Please go research it and then come back and tell me what you think. But they want to keep the quarantine going. I already outlined to you twice now why. Um, Businesses, jobs closing lowering morale, confusing us. And what the fuck do we know happens when people are economically depressed? I mean, this is something that should be common knowledge, especially after the Great Recession. I've heard this a thousand times. When people are economically depressed, they always ask for more government control. That is a those things are married together. That's like saying after it rains, a rainbow comes out. You're like, yeah, inevitably somewhere after it rains, there's going to be a rainbow, right? 
there's an eye of a storm inside of a hurricane, right? We know that's a fact. When a depression hits, when people are economically depressed and they don't feel positive about the market, they always ask for government control. That is how socialism takes hold. It's a plan. It's been done all over this world. The first step is to depress the economy. People ask for more government control and oversight because they're scared and they want to believe in something and they want to feel security and they want to feel assured. So they pick factions, right? And they they ask for larger government and then boom, before you know it, you live in a communist country. Am I saying that America is going to become a communist country in the next couple of years? Mm, no. Am I saying it's impossible? Mm, no. I'm saying we need to stay vigilant because that is definitely a game plan for a lot of people. So keep us locked down, fuck up the economy, destroy our lives, destroy our jobs, send people into a spiraling depression again with houses being foreclosed and cars getting repossessed and the job markets migrating back overseas because nobody can afford to employ factory workers on union wages anymore. And everything thing, you know, everything that was making a comeback the last couple of years, piss it right the fuck back away. Keep the riots going, which is why they don't get fined. They don't get um, misdemeanor charges. They don't get so much as a finger wag for going out and protesting. Let them burn books. Let them tear down statues because obviously it's also serving to rile up the other side and piss them off. So when Trump wins... And all of these unhinged, crazy motherfuckers start storming the streets all over again, which they will. You think 2016 was bad? Trust me. The shit that we see after Trump gets reelected this year, get a fucking gun. That's all I can say. Get a motherfucking gun. Buy some ammo. It's not expensive because shit's going to get crazy. Especially with now the, the defund the police bullshit. And, oh... Trust me, baby, ain't going to be good. So I think that is the long-term goal of the Democrats. They were like, hey, we're going to let Trump win. We're just going to run somebody, which Biden is, it's insane as a candidate. But it's believable enough to not make it look obvious that they're just kind of giving this to Trump, right? It's believable enough. It's not like they're running somebody like, I don't know, Jill Stein or whoever the Green Party crazy lady was or some or somebody totally unheard of they're like okay he was the vp last presidency it's not it's not wholly totally unbelievable okay you you can rationalize it especially with all the talk of like oh the democrats are just completely retarded and they don't know what they're doing it's just believable enough but they're like no we're gonna let trump have the next 10 years because they have something else in the works and it's not just the rioting and it's not just the coronavirus which I believe a lot of that will go away in November once Trump's reelected he's gonna put the quash on that real fucking quick but they have something planned it has some it's definitely a coup because we've seen the murmurs of that socially with the you know the social um upheaval the last several years now so pay attention like this isn't new this isn't I'm not telling you anything that should be like shocking um, the talk about the Democrats being completely inept and retarded. No, 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 baby. They have something planned. I don't think Biden's going to win. And I think that's part of their design. So I think that we need to be very concerned 
about why they're seemingly not even putting up a fight. Because they fought like motherfuckers for Hillary Clinton. They had the entire media establishment on their side. They had everybody and their mother in D.C. and every politician out for her. All of social media, advertising, the suppressing of information. They had marches. They had parades. They had riots. They had protests. They had all of the money in the world from foreign governments from this one. They had people colluding with her to give her the debate questions, Donna Brazil. So they pulled out all the stops. She didn't win. They're like, fuck it. Give them this one. We, we decided to go a different way with our plot. Okay. They were like, eh, that might not work for us for the next couple elections. Fuck it. Fuck the elections. We don't need that anyways. We have something else cooking up. You get me? If you can't beat them, join them, right? Subvert from within. We don't need a figurehead, a presence, a figurehead. Fuck it. We'll do it anyways. Through a different avenue, right? Through Act Blue. Through George Soros's, what the fuck, open world, open nation, open fucking, I can't think of it right now because it's late. They got something planned. So, don't say I didn't fucking tell you so. Um, And I'd be interested in theories as to why if anybody else was talking about this because there's people who are more knowledgeable than me but like I said nobody's talking about this possibility it's just that the democrats are inept no sweetie they have something up their sleeve and it's not good it's it's extremely worrisome that they're not acting more concerned about this election it's like yeah fuck it yeah fuck it we don't care if we lose is almost what it's like That's insidious as shit. We should all be like, what the fuck is going to happen? What the fuck are these communist, socialist, upheaval, fucking anti-American, anti-patriotic, fucking ivory tower, elitist, bullshit, traitors up to? So, and mark my words, I'm fucking 100% right about that. And that's not because I'm a fucking genius. It's because it's pretty fucking obvious that's what's happening. You just have to have eyes and look at it and be a little bit abreast of the news right now, politically. So, yeah. That's my rant for tonight. Good night and fuck you.